So again, my name is Father Luke, and it's a great joy to be with you this morning. My understanding is Father Sudeep usually goes about 25 to 30 minutes in a daily Mass homily. So tell him I said that. I'll try and top him this morning, but no guarantees. This morning we hear the rise and the fall of one of the great apostles, one of the great friends of Jesus. Jesus poses a question to his friends, and he says, who do people say that I am? And the apostles give all kinds of answers. Some say you're this, and some say you're that. And if Jesus were to ask us the same thing 2,000 years later, we would give him the same kind of answers. Well, Jesus, some say you're this, and some say you're that, and some say you're this, and some say you're this. But Jesus isn't interested in what other people have to say about him. He wants to know, who do you say that I am? Who do you say that I am? And then our boy Simon Peter is the one who famously responds, you are the Christ. But I invite you to chew on that for a minute. Who do you say that Jesus is? What speaks louder, brothers and sisters, actions or words? Actions, of course. And so do I live in a way that shows every person in Johnson County, every member of my family, my spouse, the people that I like, and the people that I don't like, my answer of who I say Jesus is? Where are the places in my life that I tend to make myself God, and I tend to live in a way that gives me permission to pick and choose what parts of the gospel apply and which ones don't to my life? Jesus asks us this question, who do you say that I am? And so Peter, of course, responds, you were the Christ, and this is Peter's aha moment. We celebrate him. He's amazing. He's wonderful. And then literally in the same gospel, Jesus calls him Satan. Well, what happened? What was the difference? Well, Peter affirms, you were the Christ, and then Jesus begins talking about what he is going to do, that he is going to be rejected by the chief priests, the elders, and the scribes, and he's going to suffer and die. And then Peter gets in Jesus's ear and is kind of, Jesus, oh, come on. This is 2,000 years ago. We're open-minded. We're accepting. We're tolerant. Come on, Jesus. You don't have to do that. And Jesus turns on Peter. And what does he say? Get behind me, Satan. Why? Because you were thinking as human beings do, not as God does. Brothers and sisters, Jesus tells us pretty clearly in the gospel today that when we choose to think as human beings do, we separate ourselves from the power of his love and the power of his mind. And so we live in a culture that loves to think as human beings do. But you heard from your God in the gospel today, that is not the way to life. Get behind me, Satan. You are thinking not as God does, but as human beings do. Brothers and sisters, love has a name and love has a face. We talk a lot about love in our culture today, and love is whatever we say it is, but that's not true. Love has a name and love has a face, and that face and that name belongs to Jesus of Nazareth. And love reveals itself perfectly in the person of Jesus, and there is no greater way that we are going to see and reverence and hear the voice of love than when we gather at the altar every time the Mass is celebrated and we hear love speak to each of us, this is my body and I give it for you. We live in the midst of a culture that tells us that life and that love are things that human beings can decide. But your God just told you, do not think as human beings do, think as I do. And so we live in the midst of a culture that says, this is my body, and I do with it whatever I want to. 
This is my body and I can call the shots for my life with it. This is my body and I will dictate the terms of right and wrong and of love with it. That is not what your God is about to tell you. And so who do you say that he is? Because he's going to draw near to us, whoever we are and however we come. And he approaches us this day and every day in his most sacred body and blood in a way that says, this is all of me and I give myself up for you. If you don't see it, you're still worthy of that gift. If you reject it, you're still worthy of that gift. If you ignore it, you're still worthy of that gift. If you spit upon it and walk away, you are still worthy of the gift of my love. That we could receive this love and that we could live this love in a culture that mocks and rejects Jesus and his gospel of life. It is through holiness and the witness of Christ-like love that cultures have been renewed throughout history. And so we now worship the God who is love, and we pray for the grace to receive him and the gift of his wisdom into our lives, that we might more authentically live in a way that says this day and every day, Jesus, neighbor, and enemy, this is my body, and I give myself up for you.